When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On this Greek Independence Day right now, we're honored to have on the line with us, he is the state senator from Brooklyn. A stunning upset back in 2018. He unseated Marty Golden, and he represents, uh, you know, Bay Ridge, uh, Bay, uh, Bensonhurst, Diker Heights. His name is Senator Andrew Gernardes. He's a fourth-generation Greek. And, uh, again, he joins Bernie and Sid and John Katsimatidis on 77 WABC on Greek Independence Day. Good morning, State Senator Andrew Gernardes. Good morning, good morning. Happy Greek Independence Day. Well, thank you. Fourth generation? Does that Fourth still qualify you to be Greek? I think, well, I think it's that. <laughs> going to Greek school for 10 years. That's, it's the combo. <laughs> okay, so when you went to Greek school for 10 years, you got a certificate. You are Greek! Exactly. They stamp, my, they stamp you with approval at that point once I graduated. Gotcha. And you went to church and you got another approval. You are Greek. That's right. That's right. That's tell, right. Tell indeed, us about your, your parents and, 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 four parent, and forefathers and, and uh, when did they first come here and where did they come from? So great. So my great great three out of my uh, four grandparents were all born in the, in the United States. So my great grandparents came from Sezme, which is in modern day Turkey. But at the time they left there, it was still the Ottoman Empire, uh, Asia Minor. And they came from Constantinople, Istanbul. My mother was um, born in Constantinople. Really? Wow. Yeah. So both my great-grandmothers, their families came from Constantinople. So they came over at the turn of the last century, uh, more than 100 years ago. And then my one grandfather ran away from home when he was 13. Uh, he was from Chios, Garzamila. He ran away from home, stowed away on a ship, and came to the United States and never looked back. Went, you know, saw his mother one more time the remainder of his life. Wow. Uh, but knew that there was a better life for him here in the States, and that's how he got here. And, of course, uh, yes, Andrew, and that's how you're here, obviously. Uh, listen, uh, which of the neighborhoods that I outlined, there are a few that you represent, have a heavy Greek population out there in Brooklyn? Well, we like to believe, or I like to believe, that everybody has a little bit of Greek inside them. But, um, you know, really the neighborhoods of Bay Ridge, Diker Heights, and parts of Benton are still have a pretty strong Greek influence. We have a number of Greek churches uh, in southern Brooklyn, uh, three of them, in fact, that are in my district. So uh, there's still a pretty strong presence in, in this neighborhood. Any hard feelings? Uh, the Greeks got their independence from the Turks, the Ottoman Empire, about, I think it was 213 years ago. Any hard feelings these days between the Greeks and the Turks? Well, you know, there are a number of conflicts between Greece and Turkey to this day that have been really challenging. Uh, and things that I think, you know, uh, fortunately, we've had some really strong allies in the U.S. Congress that have really helped us uh, push back on Turkish aggression. You know, they'll fly fighter jets over Greek airspace. Um, they will try to disrupt uh, economic activity. They'll put their ships in the middle of shipping lanes to try to intimidate Greek commerce. Really? So there still is lingering tension, both in Greece and with Cyprus, which, you know, is still uh, under Turkish occupation for all, you know, 40 plus years. By the way, Bernie, uh, Turkey, a NATO country, and Cyprus, a NATO country, Turkey used uh, weapons 
and they went in and took over northern Cyprus. They just took it over. Wow. And nobody in NATO, no, the United States, nobody said boo. I mean, right. that was wrong. So, you know, Russia taking over the Ukraine, what made a difference in, than uh, Turkey taking over the, the Cyprus? None, really, when you think about it. Uh, though the Turkish uh, are supplying, uh, they're on the Ukrainian side. They're supplying uh, these really effective drone drone technology to the Ukrainians, really helping them out big time. But but to, you, to answer your question, there really is no difference as to what, what Turkey did to Cyprus as to what uh, Russia is doing to the Ukraine right now. And Andrew Gernardes, Senator Andrew Gernardes, I think you would uh, agree with that. hundred uh, percent. And it's really, you know, it's, Cyprus is the only occupied country in the world right now that is still trying to fight for its full independence. Um, and it's still a travesty that 40 years later, the world is just looking on uh, and frankly not doing enough to help resolve this situation. Um, you know, while our hearts break for what's happening in the Ukraine and you know, the people of Greece and the government of Greece have been incredibly supportive of um, Ukraine and they're taking refugees and they're sending assistance and aid. Uh, what happened to Cyprus needs to get resolved, and hopefully this will call attention to that. And you know, Bernie, you know the reason of the Greek islands along uh, the Turkish coast, where I was born on one of them, the island of Nisidos, and and Cyprus, have a trillion dollars worth of resources underground, underwater. And you know why they haven't been developed? Turkey and Cyprus and Greece and Israel have not made a deal. And uh, it's hard to get the Turkish government to go along with it with the right deal. Uh, yeah, they're very uh, that uh, a trillion very, dollars. Very intransigent is excuse me if I can pronounce it is the Turkish government uh, very very peculiar in the sides that they take, but uh, still vestiges of the Ottoman Empire. You know, bullying the world in that part of the world anyway. But uh, John Katzmatidis, as we speak to Senator Andrew Gernardes, State Senator Andrew Gernardes, I guess we could ask him, uh, of course, Kathy Hochul is uh, implementing, uh, trying to tweak the no-cash bail law. It's been a source of contention. Uh, your, your leader up there, Andrea Stewart-Cousins, she says, no, 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 no. We're not going to change that law whatsoever. Well, where do you come down on uh, this uh, no-cash bail law, Andrew Gernardes? So uh, I appreciate the question, and I think there's been some mischaracterization of uh, the Senate's position. I think we are, what the leader has said, and what I think many of us have said is, we are uh, more than willing to entertain um, you know, measured out, thoughtful um, responses to tweaking the laws. But with any changes we make, we don't want to see it go back to where things were even before the original changes. Because uh, there's, I think, a legitimate concern about you know, holding people in detention based solely on their ability to pay. Bail or no bail. And people don't want to go back to those things. No, we all agree on that. Of the law Andrew, we all hmm? agree to that. We all agree to that. That people of minor crimes, that they shouldn't be held in detention because they don't have $100 bail. We all agree exactly. to that. It's, it's the people that kill people and use guns uh, to, to kill people that, you know, if you have 14 indictments, if you have 20 indictments, you deserve to be in the streets in New York terrorizing 8.5 million people. Right, right. You know, one of the things we're seeing, one of the problems that, frankly, no one is really looking at, and it's a big part of this conversation, judges, you know, in 2020, we gave judges significant discretion uh, when we went back to look at the laws after the first year. 
significant discretion to, to set bail in additional cases for recidivists, for more violent offenses. And there was a report in the Times Union, the Albany Times Union, maybe three or four weeks ago, that in more than a third of the cases where someone was rearrested, the judge had the discretion to set bail and didn't. So we can only change the laws so much, but if the judges are not going to follow the laws that we've changed, or if they're not going to use the discretion that everybody wanted us to give them, which we did, you know, we can't force the judiciary's hand in that case. So it's a, it's a, my, my point in saying that is that it's not strictly you know, taking the governor's proposal as it is. It's about taking her proposal and looking at really what's going on in the court system and all of these issues together and figuring out the right solution. Here. They, they should um, sit down and have an open forum uh, between yeah. the NYPD and, uh, and the state Senate. And maybe uh, you, you'll, you'll arrange it and make it happen. And I'll tell you, we had, I had the commissioner, the new commissioner Sewell on my show and she said, you know, it used to be uh, you get caught with a gun in New York, one-year mandatory uh, jail. And mm-hmm. now they give disappearance tickets, as they call them. Now, of the 6,600 people that have been arrested the last year or so, only 200 showed up to go to, go to jail. Yeah. And, of and course, there's definitely, there's definitely ways to improve the law. Uh, for sure. And I don't think anyone would disagree with that. The question and that's being debated is what is the what is the right path there and what does that look like and what does the language look like? And how do we take the changes we've already made in 2020 and make sure that they're being followed properly? And then what additional changes need to be made on top of that? Senator, get together with our other Greek friend, Senator Gennaris, who's that deputy chairman or whatever the title is uh, of the state senate and have an open forum and let's straighten it out all all that new yorkers want all they want is to be safe in the streets of new york agreed and by the way senator gennard is if uh people in the state senate and the assembly and other democrats statewide don't get the message that they the, the electorate wants this no cash bail law change we're the only state in the nation one out of uh, 50 states that does not give the judges uh, enough discretion to keep these thugs behind bars. Uh, you guys are going to go the way of Todd Kaminsky, which is back to private life. If you don't get the message that we want it, we want to change this no cash bail law while keeping it the, the Let, system fair. A, I, I understand. He's our guest, uh, Bernie. Let's have a forum and, and, and have a discussion and open, you know, open to the public. I like that. I like that. A nice civil forum discussion. But it takes uh, a good Greek to make it happen. A good Greek, yeah. Look, so we it, invented democracy. We invented open debate. You know, the the debates in the Athenian uh, assembly. You know, I think are the kind of the model that we all aspire to when we think about our own democracy here. And it's the free flow and exchange of ideas that uh, really make us proud to be Greek, and that's something that we claim as our own heritage. And so. When it comes to contentious issues like this, I think there's always benefit in having these types of conversations and these discussions, having the back and forth, and figuring out what the answer is, what the real answer is that will actually make a difference. Well, you're a gentleman, State Senator Andrew Gernardes. You certainly are. And by the way, uh, John, he's about 18 years old. I'll tell you that. He's a very, very young man and a very smart man. must be those Greek genes, a lot of olive oil. (laughs) <laughs> no right. doubt about it. So, and, sir, happy Greek Independence Day. Did you want to say one more thank thing? Thank you. 
No, I was going to say, well, it's not only am I celebrating Greek Independence Day, but uh, t- my son, my, we have, my wife and I have a 14-month-old son, Vangeli. Today is his name day. Well, so I God bless. Wish, he's too young to listen, but I want to wish my son, Vangeli, a very happy name day in Kronia Pola. He is the uh, light of our eyes, and we are so happy that he's blessed us with him. We'll, uh, so. we'll send you the link, and when he's a- old enough to, uh, to, to listen, you, you play back the I'll link and, 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 and play it for him. I will do. Will do. That's Thank beautiful. Thank you very much for having me on today, guys. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, sir. Happy Greek Independence Day and uh, Godspeed.